0: Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth, and I'm sorry if the first half-second of this was me sniffling. I don't think it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize you were starting. Um, this week we watched Descendants 2. Yes, this came out July 21st, 2017, which 2017 feels like yesterday and also a million years ago. That's literally when we were moving in together for the first time. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Time
1: it's passes <laughs>
0: linearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, this movie has a lot. Well, uh, obviously it has those the um, four main original cast. None of the parents make a return, um, except for Fairy Godmother. Um, but we do have Thomas Doherty, who plays uh, the son of Captain Hook. He could have been, his Disney Channel connection was something called The Lodge, which I've never heard of. Um, he was in Legacies on the CW and the Gossip Girl reboot. He was actually dating Dove Cameron uh, while this movie, I think the next movie, was made. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he his hook like brushes hair out of Dove Cameron's face. They almost cut it. Because of the sexual tension for a children's <laughs> movie. I mean, I was going to say, this is a very attractive man. Yeah. <laughs> wa- I watched him on the Gossip I looked it up. I was like, oh, damn, how old is he? <laughs> yeah, no, he's older than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also... Is his Irish accent real? He's Scottish. Scottish. Okay, yeah. well, that just ups it up. Yeah. However, um, I did at what... I don't know how... I don't know why... But at one point, there was a video on Dove Cameron's Instagram that I came across where they were, like, making out during lunch on set, and they were, like, chewing at the same time, and it was disgusting, and that has forever burned into my brain. Well, It was was played off as, like, oh, like, they're so cute, but it was disgusting. I've luckily never seen that, so I don't have (laughs) that in my memory. I don't, I didn't, I did not know what he looks like at the time, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh anyway, uh moving on, we have Bobby Moynihan who voices the dog. Uh obviously you know him from Saturday Night Live and post Saturday Night Live, he's done mostly voice acting. So good for him. Um Dylan, I think he was in uh Shrill. I'm sure he was. I did not watch it. Just said uh, I just quickly. saw a pattern. Well, his... I you said you'd know him from SNL. I would not, and I think probably the people listening to this also do not. No Bobby Moynihan from SNL? Yeah. I think they do. Like, Abby, yeah. No, like, everyone! That's what he's known for! Not everyone watched SNL <laughs> like you and your family did. My I family- did, I never watched SNL growing up. Even I if didn't you didn't watch SNL, SNL, that is what he's from. I'm just saying. That's what he's from! <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know him. Anyway... Um Dylan Playfair who I think played the son of Gaston if you watched Letterkenny he was in that I did not Um Anna Cath He was also in the uh Mighty Ducks show on Disney Plus that I watched because I liked the Mighty Ducks ducks growing up he played the coach of the Ducks team I did not watch that Um Anna Cathcart who plays Dizzy she was Kitty in the To All the Boys movies um we see a return of China and McLean, who we already met and we get the voice, not the body, just the voice of Ms. Whoopi Goldberg. Did you know that her real name is Karen Johnson? Mm, I feel like I probably heard that sometime, but I didn't remember I don't it. like that. I'm glad she changed it to Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> um, obviously, she's been in anything and everything, Uh, some of her most known roles are The Color Purple, Ghost, for which she won an Oscar, Sister Act 1 and 2, my personal favorites, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, The Lion King, um, the brandy Cinderella, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, she was apparently in Girl, Interrupted, I did not know that. She was in this, she was in this movie called Rat Race, which is a wild time, a separate conversation on its own. Highly recommend. Um, Toy Story 3. Uh, She's a recurring um, Muppets appearance. (laughs) She makes a lot of appearances in the Muppet uh, films and productions. And she was a recurring character in Glee. She played the, like, admissions advisor for the New York school that Rachel and Kurt went to. Um, she was on Broadway a couple of times, uh, in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. However, she won her Tony for producing a reboot of Thoroughly Modern Millie, um, and she also did a one-woman show in 1984, which she won the Grammy for Comedy Album for. Um, and in terms of Emmys, she hosted this, like, TV special documentary on Hattie McDaniel, and she won an Emmy for hosting The View as well, uh, which brings her to her EGOT. There you go. I think she her Emmy for The View is well-deserved. All she does is just reel in crazy white ladies. <laughs> she does a good job of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all I have for people. Yeah, that's it. We already went over most of the cast. These are just the new additions. Yes. Um, so this movie begins with the gang, the four main characters, Mal, Evie, Carlos, and Jay, making poisoned apples to turn everyone in Auradon evil, and they sing a a song called Ways to be Wicked. Yeah, it's a fun number. Uh, we all know, well... Kenny Ortega knows how to do a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Starts out with we, a big, we, fun number. Yeah, we should establish that this one is better than the first one. <laughs> yeah, Kenny <'cause laughs> Ortega knows how to do a sequel. Our suspicions were right. <laughs> yeah, we all know this. Better songs, better plot. Uh, better more, dancing. Better dancing. More, like, literally do you every think Kenny number? Ortega... I tried to look up the choreographer on IMDb. I didn't see. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if Kenny Ortega did double duty. <laughs> Probably. Um, bringing in uh, the new villains, very good choice. I thought they were great villains. Literally every number there was, I wrote fun. Like, this is fun. It's fun to watch. <laughs> I enjoy it. This is a great song. I'm normally not one for spelling in songs, but I, I do like this one. Yeah. Um, it's like... <laughs> We got the ways to be W I C K E D. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, but we're, you're also wondering I thought everyone turned good in the end of the last movie. Yeah. What happened? We're like, oh, we're going to get an explanation for this. Because it's, it's a whole, whole number. dance number. They give apples to everyone, and now everyone is doing just evil things. Running amok. Doing evil things in quotes. But yeah, just like, As evil dancing for a child. And, yeah. Like throwing <laughs> things yeah. and d- smashing things. Even Fairy Godmother herself. Fairy Godmother, Godmother Bell and Beast. But it turns out this is all a daydream that Mal is having during a press conference paparazzi raid yeah, she's, on this children's campus. She's being interviewed because there's only a few days until the Royal Cotillion with Ben, and she is going as his date, and this is a big deal. Uh, Mal will be lady of the court. Yeah. Mal is overwhelmed and annoyed by, like, dumb questions that the reporters are asking. They're like, is your mom still a lizard? <laughs> And Fanta's she's like, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's also blonde now with uh, purple tips. Yeah. Dip dyed. <laughs> that was a trend. It's not dipped. It's like faded. <laughs> it's not like Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, yeah, but, like I said, the reporters are asking her dumb questions, she's, like, trying to avoid, like, saying anything rude, but Ben comes in and is just like, okay, we're done here, and he's like, yeah, we should, you know, get away from the drama and hang out Mal yeah, fairy godmother God kicks them all out as well. Yeah. She's on their side. But whenever Ben is like, "We should hang out again," they both realize that they're still busy and have to go do other things. Yeah, so they haven't like, really gotten to spend time. He's late time. for a meeting, and Evie pulls Mal away because she has a dress fitting for the cotillion. Yeah. Um. So back in the dorms, Mal keeps her mom as a lizard, it as a pet. There's a and sign. it also says, "Do not, <laughs> do not feed my mom." <laughs> Uh, So, that's where Christian Chenoweth is. Um, (laughs) Mal is, like, sort of talking, just, like, kind of, like, briefly in passing and, like, longing for her old life because she's very overwhelmed with everything. We see that on the news, they're reporting Mal and Ben's tour of the kingdom. They're having dinner with Aladdin and Jasmine. um, And they're, like, so, like, we learn that six months have passed and no one thought that they would last. Yeah, it's only been six months and she went on a tour with the king. Yeah, I don't... I don't... What is the royalty like in this yeah, universe? Yeah, the royal rules. <laughs> it's something. else. <laughs> Did Audrey else. go on a royal tour of the kingdom with Ben? Well, he wasn't king then. Now he's king. Oh, I, guess, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, But Uh. we also learned that basically this is such a big deal because the royal cotillion is, like, the first step to being engaged. It's, like, pre-pre-pre-pre-engagement, and Mal's like, uh, what? (laughs) I don't blame her. Yeah. Um, we see Mal use a spell to, like, speed-read this, like, royal etiquette book. Um, she's been using her magic a lot to try and fit into Ben's world, uh, trying to be what she thinks he wants. Yeah, Evie tells her that she should stop, especially because she hasn't told Ben. Evie's like, you need to give your spell book to the museum, like I did with the magic mirror. And Mal kind of evades it and is just like, do you ever miss, like, back home, the isle, our old lives? And Evie's like, no. (laughs) Yeah, simply no. Well, we, Evie... Evie, I don't think, realizes at this time that she has a lot more freedom than Mal does to do whatever she wants. Yeah. Uh, cause Evie's like, look, like, we have everything we could ever want. It's very much, uh, like, Tangled, like we watched last week. Yeah. Or it's like, we can do whatever we want, and Mal's like, no, I fucking can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the gang, uh, the four of them are walking through the courtyard. All Everyone the- is, all the girls are flirting with Jay, which mm-hmm. I agree with. I also <laughs> love Boo Boo Stewart. Um, Carlos clearly wants to ask Jane to Cotillion, but he's too shy Um, Jane keeps asking Mal about cotillion planning, but she doesn't really care that much. And then her eyes glow green, and she does care. Well, she's just getting overwhelmed about everything, um, and they, they're like, oh, your wedding is gonna be so beautiful, and that's when her (laughs) eyes glow green, and she's just, like, again, overwhelmed. But she's like, okay, it's fine, okay, (laughs) Yeah, um... She's trying to get Jane to stop talking to her, basically. Yeah, we learned that Ben designed this, like, the stained glass portrait of him and Mal as a surprise to gift to her at the cotillion. Yeah, and the other ones are, like, Beauty and the Beast, and, like, I don't know, other famous couples who are married. I would be very overwhelmed if I had been dating someone for (laughs) six months and they made a... Huge stained I mean, glass to be windows. Fair, all the other princesses were like sixteen, and with their princess for like a week before they got married. It's just the way things go in the kingdom. Obviously. I guess. Um. So Evie is designing everyone's clothes for cotillion with Doug's help. They're still together. Um, Doug is like her uh, accountant. Yeah, <laughs> the financial advisor. Yeah, we learned that Chad and Audrey broke up. Um. Yeah, Doug like quickly calculates their profits, and Evie, if she's not gonna marry a prince to get a castle, she's gonna girl boss her way into a castle. Yeah, but then she grabs Doug's hand, and she's like, "See, I don't need a prince. I'll just make my own money, and you can be my dwarf." <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, Ben meets Mal at her locker. He briefly notices that she didn't donate her spellbook to the museum, and she kind of brushes it off. Um, he gifts her with a purple moped. And she forgets that she's supposed to take him on a picnic with all his favorite foods later. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to, like, P.E. class, I suppose. Fencing. Sword battle practice? It, it, it's not fencing, it's sword battling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just put, I called it fencing the whole they're time. they're really wearing fencing masks. Yeah. But they're using swords. Yeah, so we cut to a scene where, uh, they're all, like, going at it. We hear some swashbuckling music as, like, ooh, a little foreshadowing, perhaps. And Jay is fencing with someone who's really good. And then at the very end, they beat him, takes off their mask. It's Lonnie, Mulan's daughter. And she's like, hey, I want to join the team. I'm obviously better than all of you. But Chad is like, no, you can't do that. Because according to the rule book, it says that there can only be a captain and seven men. And you're not a man, so you're not on the team. And Jay Jay is like, um. Actually, yeah, I guess we can't break the rules. Lonnie's like, I am literally the daughter of Mulan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She says, if my mother thought that way, she would have lost the war. Which makes me think, again, the concept of time in this universe. (laughs) Because Mulan's a place in ancient China, which I guess was 20 years ago. (laughs) Doesn't exist. (laughs) Which is also the same time as, uh, uh... Where did Aladdin and Jasmine, Agrabah, at the same time as Agrabah, same time as Belle in France, but that now they all live together in one place. <laughs> I don't know. But also, like, uh, Cinderella's evil stepmother is a grandmother, but to, like, like a 13-year-old. Old. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I don't know. All the kids are the same age. <laughs> it just worked out that way, I guess. I guess. Uh, know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, Lonnie's pissed because she's like, "I am better than all of you," but fuck off. I'm literally even, fucking Mulan's daughter. <laughs> well, yeah, and she's even like Jay, like for real. But Jay's like, "Uh, okay, no, sorry, yeah, and that's it." Um, we briefly see Carlos try to ask Jane to cotillion again, but he fails. Um, Mao is able to escape the paparazzi, or apparently who are in the school. Yeah, in to the to dorms. Yeah. Cause she goes into Carlos and Jay's dorm where Carlos is, um, Mal asks Carlos if he misses being evil, and he's like, No, my mom used to torture me with dogs. <laughs> he was like, I was never really that into it either. My mom was the one who was. Yeah. Um, Mal is about to take something out whenever Chad enters the room thinking he's alone because he wants to use their 3D printer. Yeah, the 3D printer is a very big plot device in this movie that has magic. <laughs> Why? Why a 3D printer? But I think, I think they all have 3D printers in their room because yeah, said they came in there because he likes theirs better. Why do they need 3D why? printers? They can do magic. But why are we acting like this is something that, like, students need? You need to have yeah. a 3D printer. All they do is just, like, plastic molds. I what are you using a 3D printer for in high school? I don't understand. <laughs> like, maybe you have one at the school and, like... Th- the, you science use it lab, the science sometimes in lab class. Why does every <laughs> single student have a 3D printer? To their at their disposal. It's at expensive. a magic school. It's expensive. <laughs> Who funded this? Does, money? Does money exist? I don't know. I mean, it's like everything's run by the kingdom. Do these people have jobs? Their job is just to be king. But how can there be multiple kings? Because Belle. Well, remember when Beauty and the Beast like united all the kings? Right, but like, well, so what? So what did the other like, ones do? I'm next in line. If Ben were to die, sort of. Yeah, but what did the other ones do? I don't know. Maybe they're like they're like the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so they just like they're like they're like the press secretary. <laughs> they just sit around and talk all day, but don't actually do anything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. They're all white, too, so it's not like they're getting anything done. Yeah. All straight white men. You know the princesses aren't doing shit. They're not gonna let them. Is Mulan Secretary of Defense? I don't know what Mulan does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, he's coming <laughs> in to use the 3D printer, but Carlos kicks him out because he's like, get out of here. And also takes his extra key that he just has to their room for some yeah. reason. So Mal ends up giving Carlos a truth gummy to help him tell the truth to Jane about his feelings. And Mal gives him a warning beforehand. She's like, listen, like, it's not just going to stop with Jane. Like, you're going to tell the truth, like, about everything. But before Carlos can accept, the dog gets the gummy instead and starts talking with a CGI mouth. Yeah. Um, we've had this discussion before. I don't know if we've talked about this here specifically, but we've had this discussion where if you're going to have a talking dog, don't make the the mouth move. Yeah, it it's obvious it's coming from the dog. We don't need a moving mouth. It doesn't <laughs> like make like it funny. Like we want it like homeward bound. Yeah, where it's just like their thoughts, but they're just <laughs> like you can tell who it is. Yeah. Um. So then we cut back to the aisle. Um. Harry Hook enters Ursula's fish and chips restaurant. Uma, Ursula's daughter, and everyone throws food at Mal when she appears on the TV. Uh, we learned that Mal wouldn't let Uma join her gang when they were kids and called her Shrimpy. And ever since then, Uma has a, has had a vendetta against Mal. Uh, Uma, Harry, and Gil, son of Gaston, uh, decide that they won't let Mal win and just leave them behind on the aisle. And then we get this dance, this number from Uma called "What's My Name?" Yeah, I said Hamilton. oh all i thought of was drake and rihanna (laughs) oh no i was thinking hamilton i thought it was fun um it's like so like the the scene for them is it's like ursula's fish and chips restaurant and that's where all like the sea thugs are (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) like all the swashbuckling pirates pirates basically (laughs) yeah um ursula's tentacle slaps in i guess she's sitting in a bathtub i don't know yeah, or and, in the scene, And seat. tells Uma to wash the dishes after this dance number. Um, we learn that Uma, she has this big plan to rain down evil on Auradon. This is the only time we hear, or maybe we hear her like one other time, but this is the only, one of the only times we hear Whoopi Goldberg. We don't yeah. see her ever. How much money do you think she got paid for I this? Don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. I imagine so much money. Good for her. Yeah, get that. <laughs> Maybe Kenny Ortega and Will be are friends. I could believe that. Well, yeah, but I she's still getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they had a very big budget for this movie. Yeah. Um. So Mal and Ben are on their picnic. It's very clear that Mal used magic to make all of Ben's favorites. Yeah. Um. But he's he's talking about how much it means to him that she would take the time to do this for him, especially because she's been so busy and they've missed like hanging out with each other. Uh, Ben reaches for a napkin from the picnic blanket and he pulls out the spell book. Uh, whenever he opens it, it goes to the spells that Mal has been using. It's, like, the one to, like, memorize stuff quickly, one about cooking, one about blonde hair. And he's like, Mal, what is this about? But as he's saying this, Mal t- tries to stay, say a spell to, like, reverse <laughs> yeah. this moment. And Ben is like, dude, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, sorry, I'm just stressed. Which, yeah. like, <laughs> no, no, no. She's like, oh, but I've just been so stressed. Like, ma'am. You cannot spell your boyfriend again. You got caught. You need to accept that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so he's, like, angry for lying to him, and he was like, oh, like, I'm so thankful. Like, you've been going through so much and, like, really trying, but then he learns that, oh, like, she hasn't been trying. Um, Yeah, Mal says, she's like, everything is fake. This whole relationship is fake. Um, And then, like, she turns the food back into what it was, which was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and she's like... (laughs) this is who I am. And she runs away and Ben is like, I like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> like, trying to be like, you don't need to do this, but yeah. she doesn't listen. Yeah, well, Ben is very upset because he's like, this is hard on me, too, but she's, like, saying that you don't understand, like, what it's like He's like, I thought we from... were in this together. Yeah, coming from, like, the background that she did and having the experience he she did, he doesn't, like, fully get it. So, yeah, she runs off. Ben can't. He doesn't follow her, but he tries to, like, stop her, but that's Yeah, it. Mal is in her dorm wearing her old clothes and crying because she doesn't belong here. Um, she puts her mom in a box. And we, with holes in it. With luckily. holes in it, and then we like never see this box again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she just left her back on the aisle. I guess. Yeah, uh, and she's like, we're ready to leave, and so she uses magic to cross her moped over to the uh, over to the sea to the aisle. Um, and when she gets there, there's like posters of her and Ben for the cotillion that are like drawn on. Um, Evie enters Ben's office to tell him that Mal went back to the aisle. Um, she gives him a note and his class ring that Mal left behind, and Ben is like, we have to go get her and I have to apologize, like, I haven't been understanding of her. Um, Evie is like, well, I need to go with you because you're not going into the aisle by yourself, like, you'll be eaten alive, and we'll bring the boys too, because, uh, safety in numbers. And Evie's like, listen, if we go back there, you gotta promise me that I'm not gonna get stuck back there again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh, at the aisle, Mal goes to a hair salon there, and we meet Dizzy, who is sweeping up. This is, like I said, it's Cinderella's evil stepmother's granddaughter. One of the evil stepsisters' daughters. Yeah. And so she's sweeping up and talking to Mal. She's like, oh, is Evie here? So we learn very on that Dizzy has a good relationship with Evie. Mal's like, no, it's just me. Um, and she basically asks Dizzy to do her hair. So Dizzy does. She gives her a makeover, but it's just... Uh, dyeing her hair back purple and giving her bangs. It's like a lighter purple in the last movie and it's straight and it's blunt bangs. Um, but also she puts it in cans to curl it and then it's straight which I yeah. get was like for the aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, Harry walks in to steal money. Oh, yeah. Mal tips uh, Dizzy after she's done with her hair. She's like, you did a great job. Like, thank you. And Harry comes in to steal the money. And, yeah, he and Mal, this is the scene that they almost cut. (laughs) He and Mal have, like, sort of a standoff. And Mal mocks him for, like, being Uma's sidekick, basically. And... They have sort of a thing where it's like, oh, you're back, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so the gang is leaving Oridon Prep back over on Oridon. Evie puts Ben in a beanie and one of her leather jackets to help well, him yeah, blend she, in. Yeah, she's like, you need to fit in there. You can't look like the king. Not <laughs> like they've ever seen him on TV or anything. Right. Um, they take, they drive the limo across the magic bridge and cover the limo with a tarp whenever they get there. Um, they, Carlos, oh. Carlos says that they need to stay under the radar so that their parents don't know they're here, also because their parents did not return for this movie. Um, There's two kids that, like, try to mug Evie, but she's like, oh, that was me once, so she lets them have her wallet. Yeah. Um, The gang teaches Ben to blend in in the aisle, and we get the song Chillin' Like a Villain. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a a fun little number. It's kind of, like, jazzy. Kind of, like, smooth, like, R&B-ish. Yeah, like, they're trying to teach him the whole time to, like, not be proper and to just, like, let loose, Dude, chill, and he, like, like can't. So they're, like, trying to teach him how to dance, like, cool, but he's, like, very formal and, yeah, fun. Uh, Yeah, and that's when Gil recognizes them, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go tell Uma. Um, so they send Ben <laughs> up to Mal's old house by himself. Um, She's graffitiing like she does. Mm-hmm. He apologizes and asks her to come home. And, um, he's, like, really trying his best to, uh, uh, appeal to her, but she doesn't accept. And he's like, well, listen, I love you. And she says, like, listen, like, leaving is best for me, best for you, and best for Oradon, Like, I'm a bad influence, blah, 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 whatever. Um, Ben returns to the gang without Mal, and... For, like, a split second, they all turn around, and that's when Harry Hook kidnaps Ben. <laughs> well, they're, like, talking, and so I don't know why they wouldn't all go up there. Like did I don't just know why ben? either, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, like, Ben, like, you, we need to come with you, like, it's gonna be so dangerous. And they're like, oh, here, just go up there by yourself. <laughs> yeah, so as they're, like, talking to each other, they realize that Ben's gotten stolen, and... Yeah, so then they all go back upstairs to tell Mal. <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry tells them that, like, oh, we have the the king, and if you don't come meet, if Mal doesn't come meet Uma alone tonight, then he's toast. Yeah, so Mal is like, this is just between me and Uma, like, we've had beef for years as 16-year-olds. Yeah. Um. So Mal enters the restaurant alone, and Uma challenges her to an arm wrestle, and she's like, if you win, you can have Ben back. Do you want to know what, what I get if I win? And Mal's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they um, start arm wrestling. It's looking like Mal's gonna win. She's, like, almost winning. And then Uma mutters something about... She's like, if I win, you have to bring me Fairy Godmother's Wand. And that stresses Mal out so badly that she loses somehow. Yeah, and she's like, wait, what? And then Uma wins. Yeah. So now you, they gotta bring her Fairy Godmother's Wand in the next 12 hours. You gotta know what you're getting into, Mal. Come on. <laughs> um. So Mal returns to the gang, and they're like, how do we get out of this? So they plan to use the 3D printer... Uh, to give to Uma and cause a distraction long enough to get Ben out of there before she realizes that the wand is fake. So, Mal and Evie go to the salon to get chemicals to uh, make their distraction even longer uh, after they give. Make like smoke bombs. Yeah. Um, Evie and Dizzy, we, yeah, we learn our besties. Um, Dizzy returns Evie's old sketchbook and she's like, oh, like, this is the dress I made for Mal's coronation, and that's what it's inspired by. Um, uh, Carlos and Jay go back to Auradon Prep to print the wand. Um, Chad is there trying to use the 3D printer again. And they have to tell him that they're making a wand because Ben was captured. And Lonnie overhears this uh, outside the dorm. Um, Oh, Dizzy, back on the aisle, is talking to Evie about Auradon. She's like, oh, like, it's everything we ever dreamed. It's, like, Dizzy, like, wants to go to Orizón, too. Yeah, Dizzy Um, is, like, a little sister to Evie. Yeah, um, Evie and Mal are about to leave, and they look longingly back at Dizzy because they're worried about her safety here, obviously, and Mal's like, she's gonna be okay, and that's when Evie says, but she could be so much more, and I really like that, because, you know, like, okay, sometimes just isn't enough. Well, yeah, and, like, they Especially understand. you're a child in a crime-ridden neighborhood. Well, yeah, they understand, like, the, she doesn't have the same opportunities that they have in Ordon. Yeah, recognize privilege. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, Mal tells Evie, she's like, I'm not coming back. You fit in there more than I do. And then we get this uh, song that's not necessary. It's called The Space Between. About how they'll it's always just, be friends no matter how far apart they are. It's, it's over vibes from Cheetah Girls 2. Yeah, but it's really unnecessary, because, like, we know Mal's not going to (laughs) stay. Yeah, uh, Carlos and Jay fell asleep, but the wand finishes up, so they grab it and go. Doug stops them and is like, hey, where's Evie? I Like, I can't find her anywhere. They try to cover, um, and then they, like, get away from him, and then Lonnie stops them, and she's like, hey, I'm going to the aisle with you. I know what's going on. I'll snitch if you don't let me come. Yeah. Um, so Ben, we see, is tied to a post on the ship that's on the docks where all the- pirates hang out. Um, Ben tries to emotionally appeal to Uma the same way that he did Mal uh, whenever she first arrived at Auradon. Uh, We learned that Uma's pissed because she wasn't picked to go to Auradon, and she's stuck with these uh, shitty circumstances. Um, And Ben is like, oh yeah, I guess I was going to continue that program, but I never did. Well, and he's (laughs) like, I never thought about how it might feel to the other people I didn't pick to come to Auradon. (laughs) also of like the the villains children I feel like Uma like Ursula's daughter wouldn't be as bad as like mal yeah I, I don't know <laughs> Gaston's son sure what the hell what are you gonna do look in your mirror too much yeah he was he was just he was just a dick like he didn't caused that many problems yeah I don't understand (laughs) yeah but Uma's like yeah I was hurt by not being picked and again Ben keeps apologizing and saying like it doesn't have to be this way like you can come you can be a leader to show people that like uh now that you reminded me I need to take more kids back (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can come (laughs) yeah and he's like you can be part of the solution of like bridging the gap but and she's like suck off (laughs) yeah yeah um so Carlos and Jay arrive back on the aisle with with Lonnie Um, The dog snuck away in the trunk, Um, the whole gang arrives on the ship and we get it's going down, which is like a rap battle uh, between the two sides. Uma makes Mal test out the wand before trading, and Mal uh, quickly comes up with a solution when she sees that the dog followed them to the ship. So she pretends to use magic to make the dog talk, even though we can already talk. Um, so, they believe her when she demonstrates that the wand is magic. Harry removes Ben from the plank and returns him to Mal. So, Mal hands over the wand and rushes Ben out really quick. Well, okay, I would like to ask, they were gonna make him walk the plank? Okay? He jumps into the sea?
1: You're still at shore.
0: Like, what? <laughs> he, he's gonna be fine. They could know. also make him walk the plank and Mal could simply jump in and get him from the water. I'm not getting it. I don't know. I don't know how pirate logic works. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Anyway, they get Ben off the thing. Instead of immediately running, they stand there to wait for Uma to realize that the wand doesn't work. Yeah, so she realizes it's fake, and then this whole fight breaks out. Carlos starts slingshotting smoke bombs everyone starts sword fighting each other it's a very long sword fight it's for really- no reason <laughs> and that brings me to something that i want to talk about at work the other day i was listening to one of my male co-workers talk about marvel movies and he's like well yeah i don't go to marvel movies for like two hours of dialogue i go for the fight scenes and that had never occurred to me ever i don't i'm not a big fan of marvel movies but like i don't care about fight scenes they're just like there as i as mentioned anything, they are almost always too long It has to be good and creative. As I mentioned a couple episodes ago, my favorite fight scene ever is in the Karate Kid, uh, not the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai season 2 finale. But I don't know if it's just like a basic fight scene. Yeah, I mean, and like throughout some of this they're trying to put some exposition in there, I guess. Like they have mal and uma fighting each other, and then they have like Lonnie saving everyone's ass multiple times cuz she's amazing. We also see fucking uh Jay hits Harry's hook off. He still has both hands. <laughs> I have a very que- I have a lot of questions about this hook. Logistically, is it just like in honor of his dad, and is it like a sword that he like holds? I think it's just to make him seem more scary. But like, how did do, how does it does he hold it all the time? Probably there's probably like a bar in there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it's too long of a fight scene. He I dropped, feel like I feel like it, it would have been better if it was like a dance fight scene. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was like if it was part of the song that had been going on right, before it, that. That's what it should have been, I think. Yeah, like um, like I don't dance. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not technically a fight, but it's like a battle I was of like thinking, back and forth. I was thinking like "Dance Me If You Can," yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So eventually, they're able to escape by throwing a smoke a smoke bomb and dropping the bridge uh, back to land to like quickly escape. Anyway, uh, everyone goes to the limo and they get away. But Ma- Mal has dropped her spell book back on the aisle. Yeah, we see this, but they don't know yet. Yeah, in the limo, Ben says that Uma isn't so different from Mao when she first arrived, which pisses Mao off. <laughs> yeah, well, she's like, she literally kidnapped you, and she's yeah. holding you <laughs> hostage. Uh, yeah, they drive back across the Magic Bridge. Uh, Jay invites Lonnie to sword fighting campus or sword fighting practice. Everyone's back on campus. Uh, Cotillions tonight. Yeah, Um, Ben asks Mal, he's like, do you want me to cancel the cotillion? Like, I will, you just have to tell me, which is stressing everyone out. Uh, But Mal is just like, um, I don't know. Mal's just like, I just need some time. Yeah. Um, Jane shows Ben the surprise stained glass for Mal um Carl- evie grabs mal's hand to go talk but then carlos is like hey me and jay get to be part of these conversations too we're family he's like we want to help i want to help <laughs> we want to be part of girl talk they want to be part of the gossip and i don't blame them i love that yeah so they all sit down together and mal just talks about how she's been very stressed out and she is a little stressed out about her relationship with ben and, and she, how fast yeah, she's it's just like i feel so alone like such an outcast and they're all like, listen, we're all outcasts. Like, you can talk to us. Like, you're not alone here. We'll always be there for you. Yeah, and they're basically like, we're never going to be exactly like everyone else here because, like, our parents were villains and this is, a sto- like, the life we've had. Yeah, Um. and they're also like, if Ben doesn't love the real you, then he doesn't deserve you. Yeah. And he's not the one. Yeah, and Jay, like, after everyone leaves is like, hey, if tonight, like, doesn't go well and you want to go back to the aisle, like, I'll take you back there myself. Uh, Yeah, so back at sword fighting team, uh, Jay announces Lonnie as team captain because the rules state a captain and eight men does not specify what gender the captain needs to be. So she makes him do ten push-ups and then ends practice. (laughs) Yeah, good for her. Um, Doug confronts Evie because Carlos and Jay told him that that she went camping, and so he's immediately like, you're seeing someone else. (laughs) Uh, Evie explains what happened instead of just making something up and causing unnecessary drama. Yeah. So everything's fine. They, off, they go off to deliver everyone's cotillion dresses. Carlos finally works with the courage to ask Jane out. Um, Ch- and not only does he ask her to the cotillion, but he's also like, and uh, if things go well, you want to be my girlfriend? And she's like, yes, obviously, very much. <laughs> <laughs> so they both very much like each other. Um, Chad is not going to be at cotillion because he's going to drive six hours away to fix Audrey's flat tire. Um, we cut to the red carpet for Cotillion. Yeah. Uh, Evie is there and she shouts out Dizzy, who's watching the red carpet back on the aisle. Yeah, she said that she made all the hair accessories that they're wearing tonight. Um, the, uh, Cotillion's on uh, the royal yacht. (laughs) Right. Uh, Mal is officially announced by Lumiere, the man. Um, she arrives with her purple hair in this really ugly blue and gold dress. (laughs) Like, blue and gold is, like, the Auradon prep colors, so, like, I get why that was, but it's really ugly. Yeah. Um, Belle and Beast tell Mal, they're like, I know we got off on the wrong foot, but, like, we think you're exactly what Ben needs. We think you're great. It's going well. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben is announced, and he walks in, and he says, Mal, I'm so sorry. And then he's followed by Uma! So like, well, he's like, I wish I had more time to explain. Yeah. And then, yeah, Uma walks in. And then Uma walks in! Where did she get a gown? How did any of this happen? And he's like, Uma is my date tonight. Yeah, he says, we had a connection. It happened so fast. Uma's like, it's true. It's true love. Uh, she explains that she dove through the barrier before it closed and swam here because, you know, she's, like, part octopus. Mm -hmm. Um, Uma, thanks, Mal, for bringing them together. Um, Ben says, oh, I know, Mal, why you never said you loved me, because you knew we weren't meant to be together. Oh, I gotta say, whenever Uma walked through those doors, I was like, oh! oh." (laughs) I didn't know where this was going, but now I do! Um, Uma and Ben start dancing to an instrumental version of Kiss the Girl, might I add. Um, Everyone is, like, on Mal's side. They're like... That's such a dick move, Mal. We're on your side. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're they're so like, sorry. What the fuck? Literally, <laughs> literally, his parents are like, hey, we're gonna talk to him. We yeah, don't know we're what's going like, on. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, Uma's gonna be lady of the court. Which again, I don't think you could just do in one day, just announce yeah. randomly. But also, this is Stockholm Syndrome that Belle also experienced. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jay tells, no, Jane. She's like, wait, Lumiere, unveil the stained glass present. Yeah, yeah, so Mal and everyone is, like, about to leave, because they're like, Mal's like, I gotta get out of here, what the hell? (laughs) And, yeah, so Jane unveils the stained glass window, Mal sees it, and it's her with her purple hair, her purple dress, her eyes are, like, the glowing green color, and she's like... (gasps) Ben sees me for who ben I sees really the am. Real me. He's loved the real me all along. Yeah, it's and true love. Ben is like entranced by the stained glass window, but like is still not really doing anything. He's sort of like there, but not there. Yeah. Uma, Uma starts giving commands. She's like, "Cover that window she gets immediately." Really angry. Yeah. And she's like, "Uh, wait, Ben, tell everyone the surprise." And he's like, "Um, Uma will be my lady of the court." And then he like lashes out at his his dad. Is like, "No, son." And he's like, "No, dad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, He announces that he's eliminating the barrier to the aisle forever. Which he should have done anyway. Yeah, and demands Fairy Godmother to cast the spell. And that's when Mal and Evie are like, Ben has been spelled by Uma with her lost spell book that she left behind on the the aisle. So that's when Mal approaches Ben, tells him she loves him, and kisses him. And the spell is broken by True Love's kiss. Yep. Gives me enchanted vibes. Yes, exactly. True Love's Kiss. You know, they keep talking about like True Love's Kiss, but I don't think about like old fairy tales. I literally only think about (laughs) Enchanted, which parodies old fairy tales. (laughs) Enchanted is great. (laughs) Yeah, Um, so Uma is just immediately out of it. Yeah, Uma is about to like jump overboard to escape, and Mal is like, wait, like. Don't do this. We can work on this. We can like bring the other kids over. You can help us. It'll you can be make great. the list, tell us who would be great. and uh, they like Ben is keeping true to his word. I think they're just trying to show that he's like not just a dick, like he wasn't just yeah. saying it to get out of being held hostage. Yeah. He like really meant it. And that's when Uma's seashell necklace glows, which they mentioned before, but I didn't remember the reference. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh wait. Uh that's whenever um Ursula uh like At the very end of the movie whenever ariel's like about to marry prince eric ursula changes herself into a woman and she she like wears her like magic seashell necklace and that's how she does it and then she uses her magic seashell to like change back into an octopus um yeah and so uma jumps overboard and she turns into like a giant sea monster with a bunch of tentacles she's like thrashing at the boat um causing chaos and that's when mal's eyes start to glow green and she turns into a dragon! Yeah, full-blown dragon. Ooh, this is going lots of places! <laughs> we get, like, a pointless fight scene between Uma and Mal. Yeah, That like, really happens. They just kind of, like, throw water and fire at each other. Yeah, and, like, the boat is being rocked, but that's really <laughs> it. Yeah, so basically, basically, Uma and Mal are like, You told Coach Sylvester about my summer surgery. She already has a family. She's a mother! And then Ben dives into the ocean and goes... Stop the violence. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally really what I thought. Yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah, Ben gets in the middle of it, and for some reason, they're just like, they're like, okay. Okay, yeah, Bella's that's like, fine. Okay, she gives the ring back and returns to the aisle. Yeah. It's like, can okay, I? Yeah. Literally, <laughs> just by like, stop the violence. <laughs> <laughs> she just swims away. So um, Ben climbs back onto the boat. Mal, everyone applauds him for doing so much. Mal, uh, undragon-fies and also lands on the boat. She, ret- she returns in a new purple dress, because yeah. now she's fully herself. Um, Evie asks Ben to allow Dizzy to come to Oridon, plus more of the kids who are still stuck there. Ben agrees. Uh, Mal's spell book is returned to her. It was found below deck where Uma left it. She gives it to Fairy Godmother to put in the museum. And then we get the ending song, You and Me, which is kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, it's a big dance number on the boat and yeah. there's, like, water. It's kind of fun with, yeah. like, the water Water and choreo is always fun. Yeah. Because, like, because of the fighting. There's all this water that's on the boat now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get this big dance number. Uh, very, very, like, classic Kenny Ortega. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very end, we see servants bring, like, a summons to Dizzy to come to Oradon Prep, and then we also get Uma in the water, and she turns to the camera, and she says, you didn't think this was the end of the story, very much like Mal did in the first movie, and that's where the movie ends. Yeah. Uh, during the end credits, they play a horrible cover of Kiss it's the Girl. so bad. It sucks ass. The only cover of Kiss the Girl that matters is Ashley Tisdale <laughs> from Disney Mania. I don't know why they just didn't bring it back. <laughs> I, the, I think Pro, were, I guess because the they kids. were trying to get, let Dove Cameron have a go at it, and it's not even that she's that bad of a singer. It's she's not just, a bad singer. It's not Ashley Tisdale's version. It's a, it's just yeah, it's the remix. It, like they already did it once, they're not going to be able to top it. I mean, like I guess the kids in 2017. Wouldn't know the legend that is Ashley Tinsdale. Yeah. And wouldn't be as excited as the songs sung by the four main cast, but it's really bad. Yeah, not great. Dev Cameron also, I don't know what it was for, but I was flipping through the channels and I saw a music video for Genie in a Bottle that she did. Yeah, I I think I remember that she did a cover of that. But since it was on Disney Channel, she had to say, you gotta ask me the right way instead of, (laughs) you gotta rub me the right way. Yeah. (sighs) So now, there were six songs in this movie. Yep. Do you have your rankings? I do. So number six, I have space between. Same. Number five, I have you and me. Same. Number four, I have it's going down. I have chillin' like a villain. Number three, I have chillin' like a villain. Number three, I have what's my name. Number two, I have ways to be wicked. Number two, I have ways to be wicked. And number one, I have what's my name. Number one, I have it's going down. I basically had it in order that they went besides it's going down and you and me. It was a little bit higher, but yeah. Uh, but like I said, I, I enjoyed the songs more this time, and I enjoyed the numbers more this time. Yeah, they The choreography, were, the dancing. They were a lot more fleshed out, a yeah. lot more thought out. Um, I thought China Ann McClain is the clear star of this movie. Uh, it's not Doug Cameron, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I loved Uma as the villain- I loved her songs, and she's got a great voice. <laughs> I I don't even remember. Like I know they did a little bit of choreography in the last movie, but like this was like full blown numbers. Which I feel like I it was all, in a musical. It was, I just saw a TikTok about soft choreo. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes, it's about Hillary the, the Hilary yeah. Duff performance, and then it's also like Ariana Grande doing Problem, and then Dua Lipa's Go Girl, give us nothing. Taylor Swift, yeah, Taylor, yeah, Taylor Swift, This the soft choreo era. <laughs> Yeah. Descendants 1 well, really played into that. Listen, they're not dancers. That's no. not what they're there for. <laughs> um, but I also feel like even, like, the background dancers did more. Oh, yeah, no, the, this movie would not be anything without the background dancers. Yeah, we like, see you, we appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, the main characters had to spend a lot of time learning it, and they did mm-hmm. fine. I mean, like, High School Musical, they were it's very much soft choreo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But also, I love all of, like, the 100% of the background dancers gave, because, like, mm-hmm. we have the pirates, and they're all yeah. making faces. Yeah, oh, all the going... pirates are so good. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate We see you, it. we appreciate you, backup dancers from Descendants 2. hmm <laughs> Amazing job. All the water choreo. Loved it. <laughs> you carried the movie. Yes. Not like China and McClain, but <laughs> you did some heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna, I don't, I haven't, I saw, like, one or two TikToks of China Ann McClain being, like, Halloween is worshipping the devil and we shouldn't be promoting that or something. So I think China and McLean might be, like, kind of weird now. I don't know. Really? I was going to look into it she more. Was, I, I keep seeing her song. I thought it was from this movie, but apparently it was from Ant Farm. Yeah, the Calling, all, like, the calling all the Monsters. That's what people were commenting. They're like, Calling All the Monsters? Miss Girl? She redid it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I saw TikTok. I don't know. Maybe it was a joke. Well, she was but... great in this movie. I don't know about her personal opinions on all. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> I cannot comment on that. <laughs> Again, too, Sorry to too to that young woman. for us. <laughs> We're too old for that. Sorry, I don't know the drama. <laughs> yeah, that was Descendants 2. How did you rate and rank this one? Um, it was a solid Kenny Ortega movie. Obviously, it's not his best. Uh, it will Nothing will top High School High School too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5, and I put it at number 31 below Gotta Kick It Up and above Can Possible Sow the Drama. I gave it a four out of five. I was pleasantly surprised by it. It was pretty long. Like, it was almost two hours. (laughs) But it didn't drag on. Like, because of the numbers and, like, the Mm -hmm. dancing, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Well, I mean, the sword fight, I think, took up an hour itself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But everything else I really enjoyed. So I put it at number 20. Avalon High is above it. And Halloween Town High is below it. Next week, we're watching Zombies, which may or may not also be a musical. I think it is. So I think we have another musical. I know not a single thing about it. I know there's zombies and I, think I know there's cheerleaders. I think the blonde girl from uh Jesse is in it, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Bye, bye.